What's up, everyone? Welcome back to this episode here on Lissa's Life. Today, I have a really special friend on this episode. She's been my friend since high school, and recently we've been talking a lot. So, Dana, welcome. Introduce Hi. yourself. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Alyssa. I'm super stoked. I love everything you talk about on your podcast. So I'm really excited to do this with you. Um, yeah. So for anyone who listens to your podcast, who doesn't know me, my name is Dana. Um, like you said, we went to high school together. And I just kind of like found my way back in Jersey City recently. So I've been trying to reconnect with people from high school, which is going to be really interesting to talk about. <laughs> yeah, girl. High school was a trip for us. Well, it was a trip for me. But um, basically, how we met was, I feel like there wasn't I, a specific situation of how we met. We've just been friends since like the first day, kind of, of high school. Yeah. Not the first, first day, but I just since like freshman year. Like a month or two, we got like, we like clicked instantly and like, we yeah. just have to catch from then on because I was trying to think about that today actually and I was like I could not pinpoint a single moment where I was like yeah I like I'm gonna pick her to be my friend but <laughs> I, I just talked to you and I was like she's super cool and um I'm not that cool so I need to be around someone like Stop! Her. oh my god what are you talking about no but Thanks. But um, yeah, I don't I don't really remember a specific situation. We just kind of we kind of had mutual friends and like friend groups yeah. that kind of just blended. And so that's how I kind of met you through mutual friends. And then of course we were both in the choir, the Glee Club. Yeah, what a time. Bro, <laughs> what a time. And I tell people this a lot, like well, this one friend who is probably listening to me right now. Hi, what's up? Um, I was telling my one friend about what my high school experience was like because I feel like you don't really hear about that many people going to an all-girls Catholic school because I it, I feel like it's just very rare. And so when my friend was like, whoa, what was that like? I was like, um, it wrecked me. <laughs> like, I feel like the ha- Catholic school, all girls school failed me. And my friend was like, what? You have to tell me. So I hope this friend is listening. Um, yeah, I yeah. hope you learn a lot from this. Yeah, seriously, wow. because it's just we can both attest to it attest to this and like even all the girls from doms who i still speak with like i still speak to obviously zarina i speak to my girl Mm -hmm. myra i talk to like everyone and we all have like (laughs) we have things to say you know just like yeah no it's like weird it's weird like reflecting on it it is because looking back on it I realize how abnormal our experiences were, you know? I, this has been like a huge thing for me in the last year because my boyfriend is from like, he lives like an hour away and he went to public school and like never did any of this. And we met in college and he talks about things like him and his sister will talk about like things that they did in high school. And I'm like, that sounds like a movie. That's people do that. 
And yeah. he's like, where did you go to high school that you didn't experience <laughs> these things? And I was like, I went to a, an all girls Catholic school where we experienced like nothing. Literally run by nuns. It was wild. And he, every single time he's like, oh, you're just bragging about going to private school. And I'm like, no, no. I kind of wish I was in your shoes. I kind of wish I actually like knew what went on outside of school. Facts. Because I felt like high school was just boot camp, like Catholic school boot camp. It was so strict. We have to like tell the listeners about our uniforms, girl, our uniforms. I- Freshman year, my homeroom was across from sister's office. I don't. Were we in the same homeroom? I don't remember. No, but, I wasn't. Um, okay, I, <laughs> I like had my skirt rolled up too short or something because oh. like I wore sh- so I wore shorts under my skirt. I didn't have the skirt thing going on, and so like because I was like in the corner, I was just trying to pull the shorts down because they were just like uncomfortable for some reason. And she came in during like morning prayers and she like pulled me out of the room and I was like, just wanted to let you know, if you can pull your shorts down, your skirt's probably too short. Oh my God. And I the was audacity. Like, oh, okay. I was just like, this is like probably our first month in school. And I was like, oh God, she hates me. Oh um, turns out she liked me and let me get away with chewing gum a lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's just. <sighs> I remember the one time, I don't remember which year it was, but sister was on the loudspeaker at the end of the day making her announcements, and she was talking about how we all shouldn't be rolling up our skirts and everything like that, and then she called us all whores for doing that, and for oh some reason- Oh my god. Do you remember that? Because for some reason when she was making that- un- Okay. Dana, you know what's weird? I don't remember her calling us whores over the loudspeaker, so, even though I was I don't there. Remember her ca- so I don't remember her calling us whores, but I remember what had happened. I believe it was because someone had like sent a complaint to the school about girls like on the bus and stuff looking like whores. Really? Yeah. Or that might that might have happened after we left because like I know that like someone who graduated recently, I know that definitely happened while they were there. But like oh. That it was just like ridiculous because I feel like the length, like you're teaching us the wrong thing if you're telling us that the length of our skirt defines who we are as people. Exactly, exactly. And also, like if you want to have a short skirt, like you do, you man. Exactly. It, we're all girls. It's not like, well, I mean, we had some interesting male teachers too, um, that yeah. were. <laughs> questionable so I was about to say like oh we're all girls so it's like fine we don't care how short or long the skirt is uh we had male teachers that were questionable but you know that no like my my like frustration with it I guess is that we had these male teachers that were questionable and why are you hiring male teachers like I know you can't discriminate against them but like you're telling me that there was not a single like female teacher that applied for that position that you could have hired in an all-girls school really mm-hmm. but but Dana like it was the fact that they were all really questionable they were super sauce yeah 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 no, I mean they, they were not like they were nice but they were 
you know? They were a like, little, yeah, yeah. I There's always, no good you know, word for it, I feel like. <laughs> like, we're not trying to bash anyone at Dom's. We're just, we're talking from our own experience and feelings. And, like, I just, you know, I just always had this inkling feeling, especially with a certain teacher that we both worked very close with. And um, oh my god, these certain twins that he kind of had an I don't want to say an obsession with, but he had an affinity towards our freshman year. If you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god, (laughs) but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, it was, bruh, it was so obvious. Um, like you just can't deny it, and he like. He's not the only one <laughs> that's He's cool. not. It was just like it was just weirder oh. because it was him. I don't know how to explain that without like giving yeah. things away, so I'm not going to, exactly. but it was just like weirder because it was him. Um, yeah. He like like I think that he I personally think he like genuinely had good intentions, but he like was not good at socializing in the sense that everything he did came off super super creepy yeah (laughs) and I feel like we like didn't we because we were super sheltered with catholic school we didn't know that that was creepy like we didn't know that that wasn't normal and then like I don't know about you but when I got to college and had like all these classes and all these people I kind of sat back and was like oh wow like nothing that happened to me in school was normal everything was so weird why was this okay (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, like I told you this too, or I think I told my friend this, but when I got to college, everything was culture shock to me because, well, for one, we all got to wear our own clothes. And I remember on the first day of college, I was wearing this, like this summer dress um, with no sleeves and it was a dress and like my legs were exposed and everything. And I was walking through the halls and I was like, Oh God, like, please, like, I'm not sure if what I'm wearing is too revealing. Cause the, the dress I was wearing, it wasn't revealing, but it would have never flown. Like that shit would never fly at Dom's. So, yeah. and that goes to show how strict Dom's was. Dom's was our high school. So when I was walking through college, I kind of felt like this, feeling of oh shit someone in the hallway like some person working at this school is gonna call me out on my dress code and like literally no one did and I was like whoa okay and then all the different issues that we had been taught in high school about sex education and dating and everything like that when I would be talking to like my classmates and stuff, they'd tell me stories about what would be happening in the dorms. And like, now that I look back on it, it's like, okay, like, that's not really that surprising. Like that, that's so normal. Um, But like back then, I was like, whoa, what? People are doing what in the dorms? Like, you know? And I I was like, I was like, oh, well, I feel kind of stupid because like for the past four years of my life, my teenage years, which are very formative years, I had been sheltered from sex ed and like dating and everything like that. So um, 
we like, like when didn't I really, really have sex ed. No, that we was didn't. something that really upset me. Um, yeah, like they failed us. I, with that. It it really failed us, and that's like that's not just like Catholic schools. That's pretty standard across like a lot of the education system, in my opinion. Like we're just yeah. There's such a taboo, like negative connotation around sex ed that we don't actually learn things, but like. My biggest issue with that being an off-limit topics at like DOMS is because it was supposed to be about female empowerment. And when I got to college, I felt like I was like getting taken advantage of by people because I didn't know better. Like I just didn't know that like some things were crossing a a line or that I could set boundaries. And those are such basic things that I should have learned as a teenager. Mm -hmm. And I didn't learn it until I was like partway through college. That just goes to show how much they really failed us. God forbid something really, really, really bad happened to any of us after the fact. And we had not been taught about, you know, like sexual education, sexual assault, sexual harassment. Because I didn't know what any of these things were. And like, it's going to sound... The way I'm even saying it now makes us seem or like me seem really dumb and naive, but like literally this was the mentality that I had back in high school. This is what they were teaching, like not even teaching us. They weren't teaching us anything about sex education. My parents are Asian. They, (laughs) sex is a taboo topic. They're hell, hell the hell fuck no. They're not going to talk to me about sex education, especially at that age, because they're just like, oh, what? Alyssa's like, she goes to a great school. Um, They teach her good things and she's so innocent and she's a good girl, you know, but these situations are so real that God forbid at the time when I was like 16 and I had a boyfriend, God forbid if I got pregnant, like literally I'd have no idea what to do. And like, I remember in religion class, um, a certain teacher was telling us that when a woman is getting raped, um, certain fluids in her body, like kill the sperm. Like that's such a lie. And I believe that. that. That was such like we oh my I like don't even know a better word than to say like we were kind of brainwashed because it was I, it was like so first of all our sex ed class was an abstinence contract um and that's all I retained from it I got told that like no sex is the best sex and I was like mm-hmm. okay one that's just wrong two um I think that like the point of sex education is supposed to be to prevent those bad things from happening and I think that they. Like, I know there's always going to be bad people, but we allow it to happen because we're too afraid to talk about it. And being told that, like, it just, like, disappears and then it dies or whatever, like, that is so dumb. That it would, That's just, like, so fucking stupid. That's so damaging, too, to, like, young girls. And they're in their formative years. I know. Like, I where feel like hormones makes- are rushing all, like, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like that type of mentality makes us as like young women think that things are all are our fault, even though they're not. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. that does not align with the idea of women empowerment. Like, 
Mm -hmm. I something that I always got really upset about was like we the uniforms really upset me because they're very sexualized and so every time I'd leave school and I'd have to take the bus home I would get catcalled by like random guys like on the the street street, on the bus like in trucks driving by and it would freak me out to no end um and like we couldn't we had to come in in our uniform we couldn't come in different clothes and I don't even know what the point was, but basically just like, I felt, I always felt like it was my fault for that and it had nothing to do with me. And that became a big problem because even now, sometimes I'm like, oh, well maybe if I like didn't wear like a V-neck shirt, like these guys wouldn't look at me. And it's like, why are they looking at me? Have self-control. That's not my fault. That's not my problem. Yeah. And it's so easy for young girls, for teenage girls to feel that way, to feel like, oh, it is my fault. Maybe I shouldn't have been at this time, at this place at this time. I shouldn't have been been wearing this. I shouldn't have had my, my skirt rolled up. Like that, those things don't matter because, girl, like I've been out with no makeup in a potato sack <laughs> looking like... <laughs> a Teletubby and guys will still cat call me in the street, like straight up, <laughs> straight up. They just like, like they're the- <laughs> they just have like no self-control or respect. And like, we're here in an all girl school being taught to remain quiet and they're being taught that it's okay to be like absolute assholes. I don't get yeah. that. Like this yeah. is a little bit off topic of our own school, but I feel like the all boys school was 10 times nicer than ours. Why is that? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah. No, you're definitely right. Our brother school, let me let us tell the listeners like um so because we're an all girls school, like we have an a brother school which is like the kind of like a partner school to the all girls school, so they're an all boys school. Like did I explain that properly? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes we would swap student councils and even our school administration was treating the guys like royalty. They walked around, like those guys walked around and they were so cocky and I was like, this is disgusting. This is because we were like, we just didn't socialize enough. I know. And like we weren't taught anything. And then we got in trouble because they were like, you have to treat the boys with respect. The boys yeah. have to treat us with respect. Like, excuse you. I remember that. Like, I remember sister coming on the loudspeaker and saying that. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not the one drooling over these guys, so don't at me. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. People need to take it easy. Dude, that was such a wild time. I think that happened during our senior year and all the freshmen were, like, yeah. going crazy over it. And I was like, I they're know. all in relationships. And they're all like going through puberty. It's not that hot. Like I promise you, it's not. It's not a good time, Bruh, I remember those boys walking into our cafeteria thinking they were hot shit, and like the girls and the whole cafeteria. Like guys, I kid you not, the whole cafeteria just started screaming. Like One Direction came through, and I turned around, and me and Zarina were just like, "What's happening? Oh, they're coming. <laughs> okay, got it, got it." But it was just really weird because girls were literally going crazy over seeing guys at the school, which I kind of want to get into. Um, just like some 
stereotypes and misconceptions about all girls Catholic school. So I found these on Reddit and like BuzzFeed and the rest of the internet. So don't at me. But the first one is you didn't meet or date boys, which is something I was talking with my friend when I went out um, the other night. And he was like, oh, so you didn't really have a boyfriend during high school. I was like, no, I did. Um, So I'd say people like there's ways to meet guys outside of school. Yeah, none of my um, like none of the people I dated in high school were like even from the area. I I basically was like, these guys are not it. And I just like dated someone from like a different state. Word. I remember that another wild time but not relevant to this (laughs) no I mean there were definitely ways of meeting guys outside of your school there were like football games and plays that you could that our brother school would put on and a lot of girls from our school and like other schools would go over and you know, like mingle with people. And that's actually how I met my ex in high school, which is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird to talk about because like, I kind (laughs) of don't, I don't really count my high school boyfriend as like a real relationship, even though it was real. But it was just such a long time ago. And I was only a teenager. So I was so young. Like, I don't even know if that counts. Like, I was 16, 15 or something. I don't know. How old was I? Um, But, yeah, like, there were definitely a lot of girls in our school who had boyfriends and even girlfriends, too. Like, yeah. um, But, okay. I kind of want to (laughs) go off of that. (laughs) And another misconception that I found was because – it is an all girls school and there are no boys. It's easier to concentrate and work harder in school. What do you think about that? It's, it's, I don't think it is. So that was one of the reasons I went to Dom's actually is because I was like, there's no distractions. So I won't spend the whole morning getting ready to like look semi decent. Like I can just go in and put my hair in a bun and call it a day. Mm-hmm. But I felt like there was so much pressure from the school that I ended up like not working as hard as I could have because I was just like, stop having expectations of me. Um, and there were other distractions, like all our extracurriculars yeah. felt that they deserve the same amount of attention as our classes. And, when, and we were like a very, con- oh yeah, choir. Or like if you did the sports, like a lot of the people I talked to were in sports and they, like you couldn't do both because it was such a big time commitment. Yeah, 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 you couldn't. Yeah, And if that's the case, then like, how am I supposed to focus on my actual schoolwork, which is what we're paying tuition to be here for? Yeah, exactly. I definitely resonate with that sentiment. I also, okay, so the reason I came to Dom's was because of one, the whole spiel about empowering women for leadership. That was their slogan. And two, my mom believed that Dom's was the best education, of course. And she liked the fact that it was all girls because I wouldn't be distracted. And so um, that's why she sent me there. And I didn't, like, I was kind of 
on the fence about all girls school going into high school because <laughs> I had so many preconceived notions going into an all girls school because you know like there are so many stereotypes and happens to be true in some regards but um I actually found that because there were no guys in school like I was able to be more focused but I feel like that's just an individual personality thing with me that because even when I went to college, I was always focused on academics and career and everything. So um, it just depends on the person. Like I've always just been really focused and driven, but I would definitely say, yeah, I would, I'd say for a lot of people because there are no guys. um, I think it helps, but it doesn't like, prevent them from getting distracted because there were a lot of people who were like they were like boy crazy and they would always try and meet new guys from like our brother's school and like they were really focused on that and like while I had my own distractions I I definitely was like very focused on school um Mm -hmm. I always tell like my boyfriend like I didn't really like have a social life in high school because I was like we're paying money to be like I'm paying money to be at the school so I need to really focus on it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just and going, stress. It was a lot of stress. And going back to what you said about the different pressures that the school was giving us, like I definitely felt like specific teachers were pitting girls against each other and making mm-hmm. it a competitive environment. Do you know what I'm saying? I I had, so like, you know how freshman year, uh, there were only like 10 girls in the honors classes because of our like scores for the whatever test it was. Yeah. Um, So like, I really wanted one of the girls to be in our, like in the honors class because like I was friends with her and she actually like cared about school and like a lot of people in honors at the time were just kind of like, this is a joke to me. And I was kind of like the outcast in the group. And mm-hmm. I had a teacher who literally said to me, all right, if you want someone else in here, trade out your spot. It's your choice. And oh, that really? like, yeah. And so that person, that's, this is the person that like used to be a really good friend of mine and then like uh, never talked to me again, this one. Yep. And so like, I think that was the start of like our friendship disintegrating because she just saw me as competition the whole time, like with choir, with grades, with honors, every single time she did something it was very clear to me that she had to outdo me in it. And I was like, I just want to be your friend. I don't get it. Yeah. But that would like, I would say that that was definitely facilitated by our teachers. Mm -hmm. 100%. Like, I had, um, yeah, there was, there was a time where like I got pulled out of class by a teacher because I had a, 3.0 in a class and not a 3.5 and I was told that I was not meeting her expectations um, because the teacher who had me prior had apparently spoken very highly of me and I was not working as hard as I should have been and I was like this is a hard topic for me like I'm trying really hard and B plus isn't bad and she was like you're not doing well enough and you need to do better and like it was like a good and bad thing because it made me work really hard and I became really disciplined but now I always, like, worry that I'm not doing enough because of that. 
I feel like I know who you're talking about. It was a science class. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, guys, like, she left a mark on me, too, because, okay, granted, that science, cl- chemistry, and I just don't have chemistry. Like, we just don't yeah. mix. No, not and, at all. And I'm just not... I'm not a science girl. I'm not a math girl. Like, I don't know how people just grasp those subjects so easily. I just, I really tried. Guys, I really tried. Like, I can speak on behalf of the both of us. Like, we were really good students in high school. Like, we were really good students in high school. And Mm -hmm. especially in that class, we had to be hella disciplined. Like, we had to be on our shit because the teacher was just- We had to memorize the periodic table before winter break yeah I I mean I didn't even have to do that but this teacher was really hard and she was really really strict like really strict so strict to to the point where bruh it was too much it was just it was too too much she put too much pressure on us it's one of those things where like I I really like her as a person like I personally have a really good relationship with her but I know. she really, I've like told her this to her face. I was like, I appreciate that you like challenged me, but yeah. you've made me become like an overthinker in everything I do because of the Same. way that you like, you like held my standards so high that it was almost impossible. Like I, I was like 16. I shouldn't have been feeling that stressed about one class. Okay. She walked in um, on the first day of chem honors and was like, this is not chem honors. This is AP chem boot camp. If you don't want to be in this yeah. class, you need to get out. Girl, and I was like, that too yeah. in our, in my class, she was like, this chemistry class is chemistry boot camp. And I was like, holy shit, how am I going to survive 45 minutes in this class? Because guys, like I'm telling you this teacher, she was intense. Like it, she, like to be strict is one thing and challenge your students and like really have their best interest in mind is one thing. And like she did, she did, but she just um, took it to an extreme. She took it to an extreme. Like she in one class, like she was like yelling and she like, she was like, guys, if you don't understand this, then I'm sorry to say this, but you're stupid. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, and this was like almost, this was like every day. So I always felt like I had to be on my toes and just like be on her good side. And she would just like, she would call you out on every little single thing if you got it even slightly wrong. Like, you would get punished oh, wow. for it. And I'd be I like, oh my so God. Bad. I know I felt there was, so um, in that class. There was someone in my class that like she got called on because you know how she called on people out of the blue. She called yes. on this one person and they answered it correctly, but our teacher said it was wrong. And so she picked someone else and that person said the actual wrong answer and then she picked on me. And I said the same thing that the person sitting next to me said and she was like, yes, very good, Dana. And I was like, all right, we need to like pause class for a minute and acknowledge that this person actually got it right but you didn't listen to what they said because like you should not make them feel bad. Yo, you know what? The same instance happened to me. Oh my God. Every class, I like never realized that her classes were basically like cookie cutter things of one another. No, they are. She also throwback to when she would like acknowledge during midterms and finals who got a 4.0 and 3.5. 
Bro, yes. That's what I'm talking about, guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, the teachers in our school, in very different ways, they would pit girls against each other. And that's how, like, competitive, like, our school environment was. Like, literally during like not even just during midterms like she would do this with every single quiz and every test that we took Mm -hmm. she would write down the highest grade on the board and then the lowest grade and write how many people got yeah oh my god i forgot and she would make a whole spectacle she's like only one of you got a (laughs) 4.0 i wonder why that is She's like, only girls, what? only one of you got a 4.0. And, like, my heart would be beating in my, okay, like, who cares? Just give us our test, like, papers back <laughs> and, like, let us live. Gosh, it was just, it was terrible. And, like, I would get, so like, mad. and, like, I would question every single thing I would do. And, like, that... I kind of carried that trauma through like with me throughout college. So like Mm -hmm. in every single job, every single class I was in, I had to make sure that everything I was saying was correct. And like, even if I would say wrong things to professors in college, I would just brace myself because I'd be like, Oh my God, this, this professor is going to like call me out on my stupidity. And they'd be like, Oh uh, no. And So, like, I always just felt that pressure to be on top of shit and just be, like, even ahead of shit because, I mean, in a way, I'm grateful to her for that. But at the same time, like, I carry that with me. Yeah, it's like a bittersweet thing because I am grateful for, like, how it's defined me. But at the same time, I'm not grateful that it, you know, has made – has really put me on edge in a lot of situations. Yeah. Um, oh, I had yeah. a thought and I lost it. It'll come back. It's all good. But remember, <laughs> like in the like, even our choir teacher, he would even pit us against that each was other. Crazy. That it was, was crazy. No, yeah, yeah. He would pit us against each other. Like he would always, like I don't know. Like every time, like every he would use people's names for his tests. He show would favoritism. Use name. Yeah, show favoritism. That was another thing. And like if you weren't on certain teachers' good sides, like you were basically a nobody. I know. Like. Oh, I remembered what I wanted to say. So like remember when they were super hard on us and they were like, Your college professors are gonna be like this. We're doing you a favor. And then my college professors actually gave me a reminder for every assignment and just basically were like, I want Word. you to pass. Good luck. Word word and, and like if you went was, and talked yeah. to them they would curve your grade word and here I was sitting in the first day of class of college thinking bruh the first day of class in college I asked my professor if I could leave to use the bathroom <laughs> oh <my> That's- <laughs> I'm not kidding guys <laughs> I was like, I, was like, do I, you have I, any I questions? Like avoided going. He was like, he was like, do you have any questions? I raised my hand. He's like, yeah. Um, can I use the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you guys, you guys are adults. 
You guys are responsible for yourselves. You, if you need to go use the bathroom, get some water, like get up and go. You don't have to ask. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then later on, you had to be like, I went to Catholic school. Sorry. Yeah, Max. I was so embarrassed. I was literally so embarrassed because, like, I didn't know. Like, I don't know how the etiquette is. Like, oh, no, I get you. I went from Dom's to like a very liberal school in DC, and Same. it was such a huge culture shock. Because I was like, oh my god, all these people are protesting everything because they're like. You know, it's DC, so everyone's like, I have something to say. I have an opinion. It was crazy. Girl, do you remember the one assembly we had? And the nuns basically hired this lady who is anti-abortion to come speak to all of us about... I knew what you were going to say before you said it. Oh my god, girl, I'm telling you. Do you remember that? Wait, but yes, of course. I was like, I was like, whoa, this is unnecessary. But also no. because I was like, I was so deeply involved in like a lot of Catholic club stuff, like outside of school. I was kind of like, yeah, I I already know this. I need to leave because I was kind of bitchy in my head. Um, but that was like so crazy. And it's super traumatizing, especially when you don't give proper sex education to just have someone come in and be like, dead babies yeah okay yeah but i like i want to clarify for the listeners who don't know what we're talking about because like (laughs) we've experienced it so like we know we only know we will only know but um you know catholic school they really harped on us against sex of course like abstinence chastity like gotta wait till marriage girl um type thing (laughs) and then um like oh abortions are absolutely condemnable like there's no way um and like I believed it for a while and I remember a certain nun teacher was showing us every year in religion class like this abortion video and like it was supposed to I guess persuade us not like persuade us into being anti-abortion and they basically taught us that like abortion is a sin and killing people and everything like that I'm like okay um sure and then this anti-abortion lady came through to our school to talk in a, at an assembly and basically she's the type of person that like stays outside of Planned Parenthood and protests like that's literally like she even said that yeah I think so I actually I didn't used to protest, but I've been to the March for Life because I was in that youth group. And uh-huh. like it is crazy when like you step away from it and realize like how wrong they are. And yeah. how like they really are just part of me feels bad for them because they like yes, it's their belief, but at the same time, they just like aren't open minded. And I think that's really sad. Yeah. No, yeah. And like it's kinda like we can't really blame ourselves because like even at one point I believed in all of those things to be true like I believed in abortion being a sin and like having sex before marriage was a sin and all these things were a sin Mm -hmm. like I believed that wholeheartedly and um but you know like I grew up obviously and I look back on how I actually thought and when I look at other people who are um 
saying all these things, there's a part of me that's just like, what the hell's wrong with you? You should know better. Like, uh, like how like closed-minded <laughs> are you? But at the same time, I'm just like, okay, like I once was there, so I understand. And like also it is a part of Catholic belief. And um, but that's kind of why I, I I strayed away from religion in prior, like in the most previous years, because certain things about our religion just don't make sense to me. Um, and I'm not no. trying to bash our religion, but no, I I hear you. So I always tell people I'm very spiritual. I'm not super like by the book, um, because like. My thing is, right, we're supposed to say that the Bible was written with, like, divine interpretation, like the Holy Spirit, um, like, filled these guys, and they were like, yeah, I'm going to write this stuff because God's telling me to. But just because it was written through, like, divine interpretation or whatever, whatever it is, doesn't mean that the people reading it are interpreting in the way it was meant to be interpreted. So, like, over the years, all the things we've been, like, reading and, like, learning about have been interpreted differently based on the different people of power in the church. And um, it kind of like turned me off to it. And I don't really like, sometimes I want to talk to my mom about this because she's super like rooted in it. And I, I like being Catholic. I just don't agree with a lot of the people who are like hardcore Catholic because yeah. they forget that like my big, I guess my biggest, I don't know how to like what to call it, but like, I guess issue with Catholicism is that we say that God is the like almighty judge, but we are here using a book that we don't understand to defend our own biases. Exactly. And exactly. I have a big issue with that. So like, I will personally like read the reading. Sometimes I'll watch, I'll watch mass on my phone sometimes, but I like don't, I'm not like as deeply rooted in it in the way that I was because I feel like it was other people telling me that stuff and not me being in touch with it. And that became very problematic for me. It is problematic when outsiders, other people try to dictate how your relationship with God should be like. Mm -hmm. And I tell this to other people too, that a lot of hardcore Catholics or not even just hardcore Catholics, but just, hardcore religious people think that in order to be a good person, a person of God, that they have to be strict with their religion and do everything to a T. But you can be super religious and do everything to a T, but still be a shitty person to other people. So then what Mm -hmm. good is it? You know, like, you you could be Catholic and saying anti- Semitic things and racist things and sexist things and treating people badly, but you also follow a religion that is supposed to promote peace and love. And that's ultimately what all religions teach is like peace and love and Mm -hmm. treating people with love and care. But I don't know how people have really like, I don't know where people went wrong with that. Um, but it was, yeah. in my opinion, it was because there were people in power who wanted to manipulate it, um, and just use it to their advantage because like, realistically, like there, like there's no right interpretation to the Bible. 
Mm-hmm. You can either take it's like either take it literally or leave it up to interpretation. Well, you've chosen to leave it up to interpretation. You can't just pick and choose like what what applies and what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, and the religion at our school was extreme. Like oh it, my was, gosh. it was it was really extreme. Crazy. It was extreme yeah, because I remember Yeah, I remember one of our nun teachers saying that religion and state should not be separated. It should be like the word of God, the laws of God should be incorporated in like our laws and everything. And I'm like, what you're talking about? I just like can't believe that happened. No, girl. Like, are we trying to go Handmaid's Tale? Like, I don't really want to live in a Handmaid's Tale world. Yeah, no, it was just, oh my god. But okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> okay, the next common misconception or stereotype was that feminism was on our curriculum. We kind of answered mm. that, or like we talked about yeah. that earlier. How like the slogan was empowering women for leadership that's literally the slogan so if you type that into google you'll know exactly our school um just beware um but yeah they say that but they don't necessarily teach that or practice that so no yeah Um, i definitely don't think it was as much of a priority as it should have been definitely not there was a lot of internalized misogyny going on in that school Oh, 100 percent. Mm-hmm. The slut shaming, just like it was just not okay. It was not okay. Um okay. Next stereotype. Everyone was sexually frustrated. Because no one understood sex. <laughs> True. No, I I think like I don't know how other people felt, but I was just like so confused all the time. Same, same. Like, I was just like, like, I don't know, when one of our friends had sex for the first time, I was like, wow, that's crazy. What is sex? You know what I mean? It was just like, that's cool. I know. When I was in a relationship, because of what our nun teachers were teaching me, I was just like, nope, this is absolutely off limits. Can't. I mean, like, granted, I was 15, 16 years old. So like, I was too young anyway. So I'm glad that (laughs) what they taught me kind of kept me away from doing that. But um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I feel like (laughs) When when you're a teenager, like who we isn't were, sexually frustrated? Yeah. And I feel like even if we were, like, we wouldn't even know that that's what it was. You know what I mean? Exactly. We would just be like, everything sucks right now because we're teenagers. Exactly. We were just frustrated all around just from being in doms. <laughs> I was just Straight depressed. Up. <laughs> we were just all types of things. Depressed, anxious, like, frustrated, like... The whole shebang, because it really took a toll on us. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. I had one of the teachers when I came back to visit after graduating was like, wow, it's crazy how, like, confident and, like, um, bold you are now. Because I just remember the girl who, like, I saw running through the hallway crying. And I was like, is this supposed to be a blow to my self-esteem? What the heck? Yeah. I was like, that's nice. 
Of course, it was a male That's... teacher. Oh, do I? What? I feel like I know who it is. Is it? I don't know who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it was a male uh, do you want me teacher. To say the subject? Do you want me to say a subject? Give me, just drop me a little hint. Um, taught history. You have was like he? two options, so. No, it can't he's be him. Not, he's, he's not so there nice. anymore. I I really oh. look at this afterwards. I'm. I think oh, you know who it is. Him, him, he, girl, him. I, mm-hmm. I because no like more. basically there was like an assembly thing, and I was very upset about that girl who I was no longer friends with because I felt like she was turning all my friends against me because you know that whole competitive aspect. Yeah, I and I was like, I can't stand being in a room with people who hate me. So I left the room crying, and he saw me in the hallway and like was comforting me but that's like his first interaction with me so it's the one thing he remembers about me and when I came back to visit and I was stage managing he was like oh how do you get backstage at these Broadway shows and I was like I just ask stage managers if I can shadow them because that's how you network and he was like I would never think that that's who you'd become and I was like did you think that I was always gonna let people push me around like the hell I don't know what to tell you like I think there was like some pride in that but like it was just weird because I was like, yes, let's bring out my darkest days. Thank you. Word. Yo. Okay. And just to let the listeners know, are the male teachers at our school, um, a lot of them l- were fired slash left. Yeah. For not so good I, reasons either. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I <laughs> For like very bad reasons. To- I only really liked two of the male teachers, and one of them retired after our freshman year, actually, I think. And then the other one that I really liked was the other history teacher. Yes. Yes. Um, I thought he was super cool. He was funny. Literally, oh my gosh, he was so funny. He was very intelligent. He, like, even when he was annoyed with the class, he was never rude, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like he... He was, like, the type of male teacher that should be in an all-girls school because I feel like he really Mm -hmm. respected us. And he also never – he was so – he was the least dramatic – like, he was the least problematic teacher in that school, in my opinion. The least problematic. Because every other okay. teacher had like their their shit for some reason. All of all of our teachers in our school were just like they were just on something. I don't want to say trash. I don't want to say trash, but all of them were just weird and problematic in their own ways. But mm-hmm. this teacher genuinely respected us. Genuinely like taught us well, and even when he would get impatient with us, he would never yell at us or clap back at us or anything like that like he would make jokes and actually because of that a lot of the people in our classes respected him so we wouldn't give him that much trouble because he connected with us on such a respectful level whereas Mm -hmm. like all the other teachers they all talked down to us so many like they, they would always talk down to us always always I like there were just some teachers that I was like I can never be in a class with you ever again because I like feel like you think I'm stupid yeah yeah 
But okay, moving on to the next question. Because we were in an all-girls school, we were catty. I'd say yes. Yeah, I agree with that. I always felt like so I I tend to be drawn to guys more for friends personally because they even though they're like kind of dumb no offense to those guys out there listening but like we love you guys, guys. Are just like, we we love you guys but like you're more laid back and like when you have a problem you kind of just get mad and 90% of the time you just get over it and like with girls like that this stuff like goes on forever and it's so petty and I'm so sick of it like I'm so over it I know there was just a lot of passive aggression within our mm-hmm. school also a lot of people were just fake um yeah but you know it's like high school so like like we were teenage girls um but it was just a lot of passive aggression aggressive people and situations that I didn't really know who was really genuine and who was really a friend because literally like it was catty people would I mean thankfully I wasn't really part of any like problems or or drama and I stayed very drama free in high school like I I like envied you I think the whole reason we like didn't talk a ton at the end of high school is because I somehow got wrapped up in so much drama really I like I always tell people that I feel like I really didn't have friends in high school because like Mm -hmm. the friends that I normally hung out with like ditched me for a while yeah and it was like just a lot of unnecessary drama And so, like, I felt like it always came to me or I got involved somehow. And I was like, wow, I want to be like them. They're just, like, minding their own business. No one's bothering them. Like, why does everyone have an issue with me? What did I do? Yeah. Um, I felt like I had no friends during high school sometimes because I was always out of everyone's business. And I was staying out of so much drama because – I would see people smiling in other people's faces and acting like friends to other people. And then literally, once they turn their back, they would say some bad shit about them. And, like, I literally have seen these situations over and over and over again and to the point where I just, like, didn't really want to be friends with many of the people in our school, in our grade, in our classes – because mm-hmm. I had like I had a select few people that I could actually confide in. And um yeah, I stayed out of drama a lot as much as possible. But like in DOMS, there's no such like even even if you do deliberately and actively stay out of drama, like I guys, like I never got into well, I did get into like one like yelling fight. But you weren't there. You were about to be there. But I don't know if you know that I yelled at a person in our project group. But that was like literally the only fight. Oh my god! Did that you I really? Had. Yes, Wait, I yelled this, at her. But, oh my god! I yelled no at her because way. she was coming at me. She was coming at me and Carolina for no reason, and I'm like, girl, I'm trying yeah. to help you. 
But um, yeah, that was like the only, it wasn't even a fight. It was just me expressing my frustration back at her, but like yelling. But like, I kind of was just like, girl, when I was yelling that like, when I tell you that, like, that was the only time in high school, the only time I would, I publicly yelled. This was in the library too. (laughs) This was in the (laughs) library out of all places in school. Out of all places, it was the library. And, like, I was just so frustrated and mad that um, that I, like, was slamming my books. <laughs> like, Dana, it was trash. It was, was trash. Chaotic. But, oh my God. It was chaotic. But, yeah, like, I was never a problematic person um, in high school. But, I mean, the whole environment was just chaotic and dramatic and so problematic on so many different levels that even if you actively try and stay out of drama like drama is gonna find you and you have you like you just have to deal with it yeah <laughs> Dana, it just, it just happened. you should have been there you should have been there because i scared i must have been nuts Serena I can't even, like, like, begin to imagine that. She was like, Alyssa. I'm like, I'm mad. And she's like, okay, Alyssa, just calm down. You know, like, Zarina's so sweet. She's she's my best friend. <laughs> but she's always been my best friend since elementary school. But, um, and you know what? Another thing that all girls school really emphasized with us was sisterhood. And I will say that my best closest friends with the exception of one of my best friends like she's from college so shout out to you elena i love you girl um but most of my close close best friends to this day are from high school because we all do relate on a level because we went through this chaotic bs yeah i like didn't so i was in a sorority in college because i like wanted that sisterhood thing but I didn't really feel that we had it until our senior year. And then even more so now, because I've gotten into touch with a, like, there's one girl who like, was always just randomly would be super nice to me. And now she always reaches out to hype me up. And like, uh, it is one of the nicest things. Cause like, we don't really talk that much, but when we do, it's always really good vibes. And I think that's our, like, our child, our child, which we, child, our child. Wait, no. I know. Is it the okay? Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it was someone from like the honors class, like my that oh, freshman year honors it. class. Um, okay. but she just like randomly reaches out to me, and it's really nice because she's like when she found out I was transferring back to New Jersey after like my first year in DC, she was super supportive and was like, "Listen, I live in that area. If you need anything at all, please let me know." Aww. And I was like, that's kind of nuts that like she would reach out to me after this all this time. And like, mm-hmm. she's like, she follows me on Peloton now. <laughs> um, and like there, I was kind of like trying to think of good moments from high school. Cause I feel like I like blacked out through a lot. Of, like, I feel like my brain just like was traumatized and wants to forget a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I like have a few moments where I'm like wow these people like were really there for me I don't remember what happened but there was a point where like someone was just like trying to fight me 
And like all these people that I like never really talked to were just like, hey, fuck off, leave her alone. And I was like, nice. Sisterhood. (laughs) Sisterhood. No, no. Yeah. I feel like there were a lot of amazing moments that we had in Doms together. Like we performed at Carnegie Hall for four years straight. I like it feels like a dream or like the fact that we were in Rome. Did you go to Rome? You were there, right? I was there. We took the evening picture. Yeah, yeah. It's still in the newspapers, but um, we (laughs) performed in Rome for the Pope in the Vatican, which is wild our senior year. I like tell people that sometimes. People will be like, oh, where have you traveled to? Blah, blah, blah. And I've like been, I had gone to Rome before. But I randomly will just be like, oh, yeah. And I went to Rome to sing in the Vatican. For the On New Year's Day. New Year's. On New Year's. And they were like, what? And I was like. I know. Yeah, I forgot. And they were like, how do you forget that? And I was like, I don't know, trauma? Because everything else was just so chaotic. But I know it's important to realize those moments. Those were really, like, even though we had chaotic, traumatic moments in high school, like, there came really amazing moments, like, performing for the pope in the vatican in on new year's like that's so wild and like yeah so crazy i I tell like people i just met like oh yeah in high school i performed in carnegie hall for four years and then i performed for the pope and they're like what that is so impressive i'm like thank you that was my fun fact in college (laughs) word i didn't even bring that That up was like my fun that was like my fun fact for like when they would do like class fun facts I would either say that I'd been to a lot of it, like I would like say that I'd been to 19 countries, or I would say that I sang in Carnegie Hall four times. That it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that I that we did four times. Yeah, that we did four times, but like I'm so grateful for it, and like who gets to do that? Who gets to do that? I know. It's so crazy because now I look at pictures of Carnegie Hall or just like our pictures from when we were there and I'm like I can't believe that this really happened and I'm trying to like dig into my memories and like find those good things because the good things were really really good despite everything else. Exactly exactly and we were in the musical together girl like oh my gosh that was it. (laughs) 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 That was Oh my god. That was it was basically like senior takeover of the musical, but it was just like our friends and then like I know, I know. It was literally literally all our friends were in the musical and it was so much like I had so much fun just doing it. Like it was you, me, Zarina, Chelsea, like just the whole crew. It was it was lots of fun. I had so much fun doing the musical. I always wanted to do more of them, but I, like, couldn't because I, like, had other things to do. And after doing that, I was like, man, I wish I did this more. Girl, that was high school for us. That, like, even though we had some crazy teachers and crazy, chaotic, just everything, we actually accomplished a lot in high school. Like, you and I I agree. I feel like we grew a lot and we really like did the most of what we had, you know? Definitely. Definitely. 
And I will say I am grateful for my high school experience, even though it wasn't like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, high school is fun because like, I'm not going to lie for the most part, I was just always insecure and very stressed out. Um, and like questioning myself all the time, even though that is like a teen angsty thing and who doesn't, but like even more so just because of the environment we were un- like in. Um, but like I'm grateful for the experience because it did teach me how to work hard and how to be ambitious. And um, like because of that, my work ethic has always just been really good and I've just always been on top of things. So even though I carry some trauma from certain teachers, like like <laughs> you can't deny that my work ethic is excellent because of what I was taught at DOMS. So I do think know. that like I always tell people like I don't I don't really regret going there because it it like played a huge part in who I am now and I really like who I am right now. Me too. Oh, that's great. Me too. (laughs) If you had asked me maybe five years ago if I liked myself, I'd be like, "Eh, I mean, yeah, I guess. But like now I'm just like, nah, I wholeheartedly do like myself. I like the person I am. I'm a good person. And I always try to do what's right, even if it's the hard thing to do. Even if I have to throw myself in the fire, like I'll do it because it's just the right thing to do. And I mean, that's not necessarily something that was taught to us in doms, but I feel like we like wanted to be that type of those type of people. Like we, we like struggled and we were like, nah, we're not going to let this like take us down. We're going to be better than what we have right now. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like we grew a lot like from who we were when we started high school, which is good. And I definitely, I do definitely think even though it was like crazy, I, I don't want to say I became stronger because of it, because I don't think trauma makes you stronger, but I think that I learned how to handle things and I learned how to treat people a lot better because of the experiences I had there. Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. Whenever I see girls walking in the streets with the dom's uniform and the famous brown potato shoes I'm oh my like, god those girl, shoes are so ugly i just have so many hopes for them like i i look at girls like like number one i hope that they're treating you well and like i hope that you come to terms with yourself and end up liking yourself and know that high school isn't forever and that like you can be whoever you are like I genuinely have so much hope in the future generations and even our generations because like we just we have to we have to empower our youth we have to empower our young girls because mm-hmm. they're the ones who are going to be pioneering and trailblazing the way for the world that we want to live in. And so it's so important to instill education and self-love and sk- different skill sets into our youth so that they don't end up hating themselves and um, messing things up in our world for the futures to come. So, yeah. 
I definitely I think sound we like such an, I sound like we I sound, sound like old. such an activist. I know, I know. I sound so <laughs> old. But like, do you have hope for the incoming generations, or like, do you have hope that, like, do I you have, have hope, hope because in of the type of people that we are? Yes, I. I have hope because of the type of people that we are and the people that our generation is filled with. Like we want like better. And like, I know that our parents wanted better lives for us. Mm -hmm. We also like, I feel like every year we take from the mistakes of those before us and we like try to improve them and we make mistakes along the way, but Mm -hmm. our intention is always good. And I do think that like, like, right. Like this is like a kind of dumb example, but like, you know, when we were younger, we didn't get cell phones right away. And now these younger yeah. generations are like always getting cell phones. And every single one of my friends is like, when I have a kid, they're not getting a cell phone right away. And they're not getting a smartphone right away. Like if they <laughs> get a cell phone, it's a flip phone. And Word. I feel like we want to bring back those like healthy roots, not the like generational trauma or like the guilt or anything. We just want to be like, hey, we love you. And we want to like have our earth keep existing so we're gonna do these things to make it better Uh, as opposed to like we want to be slaves to the american system (laughs) so sad but so true true (laughs) working man that's Um, valid no but i definitely i definitely think like i think about the type of mother i want to be and like i i love Mm -hmm. my mom Mm -hmm. but i like also see things that she did like raising me that I don't want to do to my kids because I want them to, for example, have a better understanding of mental health. doesn't mean she failed me. It just means that like, I want the next generation to be able to talk about it in a way that I wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. Super far off, but I think we're going to make like great parents one day. If that's something you want to do. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Honestly. Kids one day. I just like, I feel like we really retain the good things and like, I don't know. It's people who want to make it better that actually do make it better, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? If God offers me the opportunity to marry the guy of my dreams Mm -hmm. and, like, be pregnant one day, so be it. (laughs) God willing. God willing. But you guys heard it first. That is all the tea on our Catholic all-girls school experience. It's just – it's a lot to cover. Like, there's so many things that we didn't talk about, mostly because we wanted to protect the identity of, you know, like, the people who are still there and the people that we know. But there were definitely negatives and there were positives – But, yeah, that was just a glimpse into, like, our high school life. Um, So thank you, Dana, for coming on to the show. It was so much fun. Oh, my God. I love talking about this with you. This is so great. (laughs) I know. I love talking about – or, like, I love talking with, um, with, like, girls that have graduated with us. And I – we just bond over this. So – yeah, like, yeah. girl, if you ever want to come on ever again, like, please do. I'm here for it anytime. But, guys, thank you guys for listening in on this conversation. I appreciate it. I love you. And 
yeah, stay tuned for the upcoming episodes every Sunday. Bye, guys.